0: Welcome to The Shift Flow, I'm Danny, and I'm Mo. This is where practical advice meets spiritual guidance. We're two individuals with the joint mission of bringing light, love, and
1: healing to the collective consciousness.
0: This container we've created is an incredibly safe space for us all to have conversations which lead us toward liberation, acceptance, and radical love of self. So, if you found this podcast, it's by no accident. You've been guided here because there's a part
1: of you who's ready to stop making excuses and start living the life you've always
0: imagined. Yes. So, join us here every Thursday. We are so excited to have you. We welcome you here with open arms and to your new community. Let's go.
1: All right, everyone. Well, welcome to the shift flow. Danny, how are you today? I'm doing good.
0: You know, it's Friday. I have five days, four and a half days left in Utah before I jet off to Austin, Um, and then from there down to South America. So, you know, previously, right before I left Arizona to go to Costa Rica in April of last year, I was extremely anxious and extremely nervous, and whoever this version of me is right now, she's present, and she's kind of just drinking it all in, and... I don't really have stress, which is so great. You know, yeah. it, it feels really good to just be in that energy that you and I have been practicing and cultivating for the last, you know, five weeks. Is the energy of trust, and it just yeah. feels light and easy. So, yeah. What about you?
1: You know, I have been having a weird few days. <laughs> I've <just laughs> been like, oh, should I tell them what happened to me? Should I tell them? If you think it's too much, I won't. Should I do it? (laughs) (laughs) You guys. I think so. Guys, so what happened is I've been sick. I am not well during this podcast, right? And so I guess here's the message it's important to listen to your body, right? My body was telling me the other day hey, Mo, you're not feeling great. You need to slow down. And we talk about this all the time practice what you preach. Yes. And I was just going. I was like, I just have some things I need to do, and then I'll, I'll get home, relax. No, my body had different plans. You guys, I have, I, I like, stomach ache. I'm, I have a cold. I'm not well. I shit my pants.
0: I shit my pants.
1: I was sitting there, and I was like, this was like, I, I'm going to run. I'm going to run home. I'm going to do these things, and then I'm going to rest. no. My body's like you should have gone home, and and so anyway, that's what happens. You know, you don't listen to your body, and your body's like, "Hey, I'm gonna put my foot <laughs> And I was like, "Okay, so I've been relaxing. Like, this is the most I've done this podcast. This is the most I've done in the last couple days. It's like I'm not even ashamed of it. I'm just gonna own it because I feel like I am a warning for you. Like, I'm gonna admit it. I'm gonna admit it." Listen to your body. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm okay, man. I'm just like, I'm kind of tired. I just don't feel great. But I'm like so stoked to talk about your Costa Rica story. I wasn't going to miss this for the world because this (laughs) is one of the most interesting stories I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And
0: so I was like, I have to show up today. I can't miss, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm proud of you. You Thank know, you so much. You shit your pants. <laughs> um, I did. But, you're, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> you're, the show must go on.
1: Yeah, exactly. That is just
0: the epitome of the show must go on. I, I mean, don't I don't know, know if I would have been able to show up the way that you're showing up and just be like, hey, it happened.
1: Yeah, it does <laughs> you know, happen. And it's
0: like a metaphor for life, right? You shit your pants yeah. and keep going. You, know, you got to keep
1: going, you know? <laughs> You also have to practice awareness and realize that you have to take full responsibility for shitting your pants. Do you know what I mean? And then you can move on. <laughs> like, I did this to myself.
0: I am I am actually dying over here. If you guys are watching the video, I cannot stop laughing. Oh there's, my something God. About, there's something about, like, farting and just, like, just... <laughs> just no, a full it's, grown adult yeah. like not yeah. having control over their bowels and i just think it's, it. it's and I, i'm sorry i don't mean no to just be it's laughing.
1: so true no it is hilarious and that's why i think it's important to talk about yeah I, i'm gonna own it i'm like it's funny to me you know what i mean like i'm humiliated but it's hilarious so i'm gonna <laughs> lean into it and just own my truth you know? Yeah,
0: we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna lean
1: into oh, everything, my gosh. everything
0: yeah. that is what this podcast is about. And yeah, you know, there's a couple nuggets to take from to learn from <laughs> those experience, right? And oh, one of those nuggets is, hey, you know, when, when you see the warning signs and this kind of is going to be a beautiful oh, segue gosh, right into the exactly. story, right? When yeah. you see the warning signs, when you feel the feelings, <laughs> you gotta listen, okay? You gotta listen. I just got chills like that. It's it's interesting, they correlate. Your story and my story they correlate. It does. Right. So yeah. and 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 also what is your body telling you? Right? Yeah. It's speaking to you all the time, you know, yeah. and and not to make your you, you shitting your pants philosophical, but that is that is. is kind of it's it's philosophical, right? It's a metaphor if for my
1: life. journey can serve as as a story that you may tell for us to learn. I'm here yeah. for it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Right. Where are you shitting yourself in your life? Yeah, exactly. That's what you should ask yourself. That where, is where Where are you on the verge of shitting your pants? <laughs> what part of your life oh, is saying my it's time to make some changes, it's time to listen, it's time to listen. right If not, you're gonna be wearing adult diapers pretty soon here. So yeah. we figure it out. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're gonna be you're gonna your be body's always a lot of pants. talking to you. <laughs> man (laughs) are throwing them out
0: you're gonna you don't need to go to that length we can help you (laughs) it's time to lay those pants to rest rest yeah lay them to rest. yeah it's time for a new pair of pants (laughs) so i'm feeling great mo's feeling not so great and we tend to have this like dualistic nature where She'll bring the energy and I'll be like, I'm working through some really deep shit right now or (laughs) vice versa, right? I'm like, you know, my body's also speaking to me in some ways uh, this week, but I feel great energetically. I feel great spiritually. So I will be here to hold that and to also provide that for you as well. Thank you, girl. And then vice versa. That's that's the beautiful thing about reciprocal relationships is I know if it's the opposite, you'll be there to do the same for me. Yeah.
1: For sure and i'm gonna do my best today guys actually i really feel like this story is gonna gear me up so like i, I really yeah. am excited to talk about it yeah and, uh, so shall we do it shall we start telling the costa rica files
0: yeah <laughs> let's do it and, and i'll talk them. a little bit about why i feel now is the right time and What my intention is behind sharing this story is what our intention has been this whole time is to be open and vulnerable, right? And also to bring awareness to what I experienced in Costa Rica. And it's what I'm coining as, in my opinion, there's no good or bad. I don't need to label it as bad. In every experience that I've ever had, there's this incredible wealth of wisdom and knowledge and, and strength that I earn in these, these experiences. And I'm here to bring that to you as well. And also illuminate the fact that we've said it before, but the dark side of spirituality exists and there are perpetrators and abusers and, People intentionally or unintentionally that are either just dark themselves due to unresolved, unhealed wounds or have some sort of darkness attached to them or they work with the darkness or they've literally made a deal with the devil. These things exist. And before we really enter into the depths and and all the corners of this story and this world, this is only really going to resonate if you have an open mind and an open heart you know these fairy tales and these myths that are tales as old as time hold a lot of truth you've met people i'm sure in your life where you're like that is an angel of this of this earth, and you've also said that is a demon,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or somebody resembles like Zelda, and you're like that you're literally an elf, right? Or yeah. somebody has this really like fairy light light energy, and you're like, are you a fairy? You know? Yeah. And, and so my opinion and on, on all of these, how do you say not projections but reflections of someone's soul is. You can embody that light fairy energy. You can be an angel of this earth. You can also be a demon and demons do exist. Mm -hmm. And it's just an expression of energy, you know, and so, and, and of intention of people's intentions, that's what it is. It's an expression of people's intentions. And if you can channel light and God and source consciousness, then you can channel the opposite. You know, and, and people have said for years, people making the deal with the devil, right? For what in exchange for fame or fortune or this or that, whatever they're believing they're getting out of it. That is also true. And that also exists. So I say all of this because I, I want you to know we're going to that crazy woo woo side of things. We're going all the way there. And you're absolutely allowed to have your perspectives and opinions. And get curious, because I'm not spreading this to be like, I'm a crazy hippie lady that, you know, experienced black magic in the middle of the jungle. I'm not just saying it for that. I'm saying that to expose this for you so you have education, awareness, and tools before you enter into something like I did, before you, you know, go into a healing facility or go into a a ceremony with plant medicine you have that education and that awareness so that you can see clearly and listen to your body in intuition is this going to be a safe space for me do these people around me have my best intentions in mind so that's how i'll preface it
1: i think that's a beautiful lean and i think what makes this story so special for everybody who's listening and important to listen to is you know Especially if you're someone who's a solo traveler, I feel like, or, or, yeah, you know, uh, someone who's, um, you know, traveling and, and working at the same, what, you know, whatever your story may be, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are a lot of opportunities for you to cultivate a really beautiful community and surround yourself with great people. And there's also this side of it. So, no matter who you are, where, you, and this is if you don't no travel, you, you live right in the middle yeah. of, Missouri and Kansas you know what I mean yeah. there are there are, there are potentials for you to get into um, all kinds of uh, really beautiful positions and situations that are dark and potentially dangerous so this really applies just across the board so even though this is a, mm-hmm. a, a setting that doesn't look like what your setting looks like just know mm-hmm. it I would say it exists everywhere so just also know how to listen to your body and listen to your heart and listen to your intuition absolutely um,
0: and take your time you know i think that's that's also to add on to what you said listen to your heart your intuition and and take your time nothing that is meant to be should be forced mm -hmm. and i think if i'm being honest i went full speed ahead in a lot of things in costa rica and i was like let's go and that didn't give my body or my intuition enough time to be like to gather information, to, you know, set the stage, to, to bring these pieces together, to develop that full, you know, knowing, right. Mm-hmm. I, I did go ahead full speed. And that's a part of my constitution. That's a part of who I am in this life, clearly based on the stories that I have told you and that have, I've already spoken on is mm-hmm. I have a lot of scorpionic energy, my north node is in scorpio and scorpio is the the zodiac that literally encompasses going to the underworld uh, learning about the occult learning about the taboo sexual things the darkness studying the darkness they're like the phoenix the dragon the phoenix that that burns itself up and rises from the ashes and that is my path in this life so just because my soul can handle it doesn't mean that everybody else's can and so don't do what i did yeah (laughs) that's another thing is like don't do what i did okay (laughs) and we'll get into that so where should i begin should i start with why i chose
1: yeah i think i think just in general the what took you to costa rica and what your intention was just for those who maybe haven't heard the story or or how we're even leading into these lessons that you learned
0: yeah absolutely so if you don't know already i'm a digital nomad i'm an entrepreneur um i Run my own business it's mostly online i'm bringing that into in-person form via retreats and just doing healing sessions wherever i bounce around to right with people that i meet which is really beautiful and i've had a nomadic soul i mean it started in childhood moving around all the time because of my dad's work so we i've moved in my life and it's, it's nothing out of the norm for me at all. I, I, I truly, I really enjoy it at this point. I've moved probably over 20 times in my entire life. Wow. And so that kind of set the stage for me, loving to get into new environments, new cultures, meeting new people, and, and all of the, the knowledge that you gain from that. But what really set me off into my adventure Um, which happened in April of 2022 was the decline and, you know, accepted and, and the accepted, uh, I don't want to say failure, but essentially I was in a four and a half year relationship and we had known for a while, like it wasn't working and that individual ended up cheating on me. And that ended up catapulting me into, well, number one, that's a non-negotiable for me. So I've built, you know, so much of my time, my identity, my, my life around and with this person. So knowing that that was the end I had to look back at this old self, this old version of me that I had kind of left in the dust, really, in order to receive what I thought was love at the time from this man. Um, I I left a lot of old pieces of myself, and so this betrayal and this breakup and this you know releasing of home and all of all of these things that brought me comfort, physical comfort. Mm-hmm actually led me to look back on where i had left authentic pieces of me and and start reconnecting with them and so i had left the house i went to go stay with a friend for a few months and i started reconnecting with like who's danny like what really does danny want oh danny hasn't wanted to live in arizona since she was 15 years old and i pushed that to the side for years and years and years even though every single day i would express it i would tell people like i miss thailand i want to go here i want to you know and i never did because i felt so constricted and controlled by my own choosing in that relationship and so that part of me started to come back online and it was like hey Hey, whoa, you're looking at me? That's so crazy. I haven't seen you in like a decade, girl. What's up? And, you know, that part of me speaks like that, right? Because we all have these different parts of us, because that part of me is so free. So free. She's like, I see, I see you've been, you know, settling, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did you remember me? I'm one of your dreams from like 20 (laughs) years old, right? 15 years old and so i started reconnecting with that part of myself like what would it be like to move to austin started there like i love austin i want to go there what would it be like right and then i was like hmm. i love culture i love being in a melting pot it even says on my human design like i thrive in melting pots On a beach that's what it says like a location in which you thrive and it's like melting pot of cultures on a beach
1: (laughs) that's amazing
0: and so i was like okay austin yeah maybe austin's like end game right when they wants to settle when this part of her gets the outlet that she needs yeah and she's like okay we can we can calm down a little bit uh not there yet but then i was like okay where to next you know, what would be my next option? And then I just, I started hearing Costa Rica, Costa mm-hmm. Rica, Costa Rica. And I actually ended up moving back in with him to just kind of, we had a house together, you know, all my stuff was there. Yeah. Move everything yeah. out. And so I moved back in to kind of get that last piece of confirmation. Yeah. And it was like,
1: God, yeah, I'm clear. <laughs> yeah.
0: Go, <laughs> you know, get out of there. <laughs> And so I started researching and it was actually really beautiful because towards the end, we had a lot of healing conversations. And it was like, because we knew the end was near, like there was a lot of honesty, more honesty than I'd ever experienced with him in my, in the whole relationship and like ownership and accountability. And like, let's, you know, let's make this last piece real good and research, everything, talk to a lot of people. And a lot of my friends were saying, go to Nosara, go to Nosara, Costa Rica, go to Nosara, Costa Rica. And again, this might not be the best choice for you, but I'm very much the person that's like, listen to the messages that are given into my, in my reality, because I know those messages are coming from source, their guidance, right. And get to that place. And from there, you will be led to where you need to go. And so I booked a place in Nosara for a few days, got there and the journey started to unfold.
1: So. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's interesting now talking to the Danny who's about to go on her next adventure and mm-hmm. thinking about the Danny that just landed into her new adventure. Yeah. Um, it's 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 wild to completely imagine what you versions. must have been yeah and what you must have been feeling at the time what what did it feel like to finally land in that place i mean because that's a that's a lot of trusting lots of little moments and then the big moments of trusting and trusting and trusting which i think is just important to touch on too because this isn't this isn't common for everyone to to feel the pull of their heart and to confirm that pull and say yes I'll follow yes I'll continue to follow and yeah. until that light gets bright enough that you you know you're in that realized place that you were imagining yeah so yeah. how did it feel to to be there what was what was happening in your mind when you landed
0: I love that you asked this question because this is going to bring some reality into this journey that can also sound like a fantasy in many different ways it was it was yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. And also the Danny that landed in Costa Rica versus the Danny now. Yeah. That was what um 8 months ago less than like 6 yeah. or 7 I don't know um i was terrified i was terrified you know as you were asking this question what came up for me is if it would have been 20 year old danny before she got into a relationship or 21 year old danny before she got into a relationship at 22 that really took her away from her super intuitive side and got got her more involved in her mm-hmm. logical kind of matrixy 3d side no offense but yeah <laughs> that is how he was so I started yeah. I actually like developed a lot more anxiety and fear and and you know just things that were present in my environment and that's not his fault you know that's just a, like, being a product of your environment right I I turned a lot more logical and a lot more self-critical because and self-conscious because of aspects of that relationship. And so if it would have been 2021 20, year old Danny, she would have been like, fuck it. We got this. Yeah. Ain't, ain't, yeah. no, ain't no worry because that's what I did in yeah. Thailand and, and, you know, majority of my life. But where I was at with the release of the relationship, the experiencing of an unworthiness wound because I got cheated on, um, you know, never, never in my life, fully financially supporting myself until that moment. Never. Um, all of these things compounded at once created so much stress and so much fear. Mm -hmm. And so the Danny that landed in Costa Rica, yeah, she was, she was just so insecure, so scared. Um, let's say parts of her, not fully, right? Clearly, because if that was, if that was her fullest expression, she wouldn't have been able to, to take the yeah. steps that she took in order to get to that point. But there was a lot present. And it was this journey of needing to trust myself, needing to love myself, needing to remember all of these things that were dormant inside of me because of the way previous relationships had made me feel or the way that I had chosen to accept certain actions and certain words in previous relationships. So she was terrified. Y'all this scared little girl. That's what I say is a scared little girl, when I look back and it's honestly, thanks to the journey that I went through and that I continue to remain on that I'm here in this moment knowing that no matter what change no matter what curveball no matter what life throws at me i am strong i am capable and i will always figure it out so why would i worry about the future because everything is continuously unfolding and here i am right now right here yeah so so started in nosara and Nosara is like the Beverly Hills of Costa Rica. And I want to touch on this for a moment because I think it's it's pretty messed up. It's a lot of expats, a lot of white people from all around the world that came in to like almost excavate the local community and build their super modern houses with their shit ton of money. And it was the least diverse place I went in Costa Rica. And I didn't go to Costa Rica to be around. I went from Scottsdale to Scottsdale in Costa Rica, you know, like I didn't, I didn't leave that energy to then find that energy elsewhere. I think it's really great for the amenities and the yoga and the access that it has. Right. But it's just like being in in the States. And so that made me, and, and there was this underlying energy of almost like you could feel getting a little bit emotional. You could feel that darkness in the land. Yeah. And, and, you know, the first night I got there, my Airbnb host, who, of course, they ended up like being from Arizona and meeting at NAU, Northern Arizona. And so, you know, it's interesting how those synchronicities always line up. Yeah. Right? But the second I got there, I got there at night. It was an it was all day traveling. And I got there at night and he goes, be really careful. You know, there's a, there's a lot of burglaries, you know, a lot of people get robbed here. And I'm just thinking... You're going to tell me that right now at like 9 p.m. at night when I'm about to go to bed, you know? Yeah, just, no kidding. Yeah, and so there are a lot of burglaries there as well because of what they've done to the local economy. You know, they've pushed the locals out. People can I could barely afford to stay there. Yeah. Um, so I was there for a little bit and the energy was just not, it wasn't right for me. And so I started researching other places and I had people telling me about, Pachamama before I even went there and it's this eco village where it's marketed as such and I had friends that went prior to COVID and so things have changed since then but I just knew I needed some healing right and that's what they were doing there was offering healing and vegan food and in the middle of the jungle and So that's where the universe guided me to go next, was this healing eco-lodge in the middle of the jungle, just about 40 minutes north of Nosara. And Nosara is on the, um, the west coast, the Pacific coast of Costa Rica. And that was the first step of my journey into the dark side. And I remember being so excited. And just so ecstatic to experience you know maybe plant medicine which I've been wanting to do ceremonially for years years and when I got there I had to take a shuttle by myself and yeah I'm organizing all of this stuff by myself and so each each step was like confirmation of like okay you got this you can figure it out you're good keep going like you got this and not to mention, I had animal guides along the way. Have you ever experienced, like, the, the, the imprint of a new animal coming into your awareness, maybe outside? And then you're like, there's a certain energy there.
1: And then you feel like seeing you're connected them. somehow? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 yeah. Like, wait, there's something different about this specific bird. I feel like we've got something going here. Right.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. And then it'll, it'll continue to come back or a similar bird like that will continue to present itself or it's a butterfly that you hadn't have, didn't have an awareness of in the beginning. And so for me, before I went on this venture, I started seeing hummingbirds everywhere in our neighborhood. Yeah. And I had never seen them before. Not even the entire time I'd been in Arizona, I'd never seen them that much. And I was like,
1: yeah there's something going on about it Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and then when i got to costa rica i started seeing hummingbirds and and you know hummingbirds are a representation of strength and power and because they're so small but they can fly such a long distance right and they're also really connected to spirit realms it's they're they're they resemble a higher consciousness and so i would see hummingbirds when i was going to make a decision and one of those decisions was pachamama and so hummingbirds guided me as well you know and i got there and it had the the nature energy of sedona like a very Mm -hmm. like kind of vortexy healing uplifting energy when i got there and i was there in costa rica during the beginning of rainy season and through the the peak months of rainy season which is a whole other conversation very intense but when i got there it was sunny you know and it felt really good Mm-hmm. and i remember they had three components you could be a visitor which is what i was you could be a work exchange or you could be um, a resident and the residents are people that like literally live there i bought a house there they do a lot of the facility they live on the hill kind of overlooking the whole community and the work exchange are people that live in literal huts they get fed it's it's really sad they get fed like slop for free like it's it's like like broth with some veggies you wow. know they don't get access to the food that we got access to unless they pay what we pay for it and they're the ones running the whole community they're the ones like they're the reason why the community is running because they're there and they still pay a nightly fee which I had never heard of before really? If you're really exchange you don't pay a nightly fee you live for free so that was definitely a red flag. But I was a visitor. So I came in and I was like, I need this cabin. I need to work. You know, I'm like in my masculine, I'm like, yeah, I'm here to heal and I can do certain things, but I'm paying you. I need to work. I need Wi-Fi. I need air conditioning because girl gotta get shit done to keep this yeah. this trip going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so total opposite of what the energy of that community is. The energy of that community is feminine, rest, cry, sleep, art, you know, and I have no issue with that, but where I was on my journey versus what they kind of want out of you was very just mismatched, mashing. Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: And I remember when I got there, they took me into the office and they sat me down. They're like, hey, like, how are you doing? Da, 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 what's your name? How long are you here for? Two weeks. Oh, no, no, no. You, you're going to need more time than that. You have to stay longer.
1: Oh, my gosh. And you had already said, gotten there and you were like, wait.
0: And I said, um, yeah, maybe if it wasn't $1,200 for two weeks. Yeah. But... I'm okay. Thank you. Um, I'm paying you guys, you know. Yeah. That was the first red flag. I remember the way they speak, it was like, you have to do this. Are you signing up for any workshops? You have to. You're not gonna get what you're supposed to get out of this place if you don't.
1: Wow, like real pushy.
0: Really pushy. And I was just I was a little taken aback because yeah. you know, I, I felt like I was just coming out of the city. This is after week one in Costa Rica, you know, so I'm still, city yeah. girl. I'm still third worlds girl, like trying to assimilate and acclimate to the differences of the way people live there versus where I was. Right. It's all yeah. brand new for me. And so I still had kind of like that logical, like, no, nah, this, this doesn't feel right. I'm gonna, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Right. However there was a plant medicine ceremony that night that I got there and ayahuasca which I'm showing the serpent that I got tattooed on my arm ayahuasca serpent is the serpent is like the gatekeeper of that medicine ayahuasca has been calling me for a really long time it's a another plant medicine but the active, the psychoactive ingredient is DMT. So it's, it's very intense. It's a long journey. You purge similar to what you experienced the other day. Um, yeah, so, (laughs) so I was being called by ayahuasca, but what they were offering was peyote and I was so excited. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Let's go. And they're like, are you sure you just got here though." you just got here today. Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, this feels right. Timing, timing's everything, right? This is perfect time. That's funny. So I ended up signing up for a teepee ceremony, which was a peyote ceremony and peyote is a, a cactus medicine, um, a plant medicine, mescaline right? Used by indigenous tribes all around the world. Um, a lot of, is present in the United States, actually, like Native American tribes in the states. And let me preface this before we go into the story of the ceremony. There was that that thought in the back of my mind, like something's off here, something's not right. I could tell by the way they looked. There was no diversity, Um, you know, it was, it was really interesting. It was all people from Israel running the community in the middle of the Costa Rican jungle. So there were, there were a few red flags here and there, you know, and they said, you have to talk to the shaman today and, and you know, he's going to educate you on the medicine before you go into ceremony tonight. I said, okay. And so I put my stuff down in my cabin, which looked nothing like the pictures online, by the way. Oh my gosh. Um, really? There were bugs everywhere. <gasps> everywhere. Uh, wow. Mold. You know, it was it was really intense. And that's not uncommon for a rainy season in Costa Rica. And I walked back to the community, went to this little wild treats area, which I loved that place. It was like a juice bar and they had all this organic food and treats and stuff. And went to sit down with the shaman, the shaman who I didn't really ask any questions, you know, this was my first time ever experiencing anything. And I had the thought process of, or ever having the option to participate in an experience like this. And I had the process, the thought process of, oh, it is what it is. It'll be what what it will be. And I'll be great. You know, I don't yeah. really need to know too much about the medicine. I'm not too familiar with mes- mescaline or peyote. I'm just going to go for it. So I sat down with him. Everybody else was asking questions around like, what's going to happen? Da, 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 da. You know, like very fearful. But my, I knew that I couldn't control whatever I was about to experience. So for me, there yeah. was no point in really asking questions. In hindsight, I would have gotten more curious about the medicine the shaman's experience, the shaman's education, where he got it from, you know, and Mm -hmm. his intentions when opening space. Mm -hmm. And I would have tried to connect with him more energetically and read him. So to feel if I felt safe in his energy. Yeah. Does that make sense? it does yeah and
1: and i think that's a that's a really big note for everybody who's thinking about doing these types of things because i think you don't sometimes you don't know what questions to ask or sometimes you're just like i'm gonna be fine you know right um and and so there there is a little bit of a balance for those who are thinking about having some type of ceremony led by especially led by other people in the presence of people that you don't know what does that look like you know so what what do you think before we continue what do you think are some really good questions i know you talked about a couple which Mm -hmm. are like what are the intentions when someone opens up that kind of a space and right um you know what what else do you think would be good for people to think about
0: yeah i would say for me personally and ayahuasca i've been researching that medicine for years watching documentaries listening to podcasts getting curious looking online researching the medicine the different um origins how it's practiced differently from country to country and i didn't ask that yeah and so i also didn't ask myself why am i doing this yeah you know it was very much like, go, 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 go for it, get it, let's go. I was in fight or flight that, the, at least the first month and a half that, that yeah. I was there. And so I didn't ask him questions around like, okay, so, you know, what's, the, what is the origin of this medicine? Can you tell me more about it? What what does a mescaline do to the brain? What can I, you know, like, how is this going to affect my physical body? Yeah. Right. and. I think for some people, it is good to think about all of the potential outcomes, right? So if you want to get curious about what can go right and what can go wrong, right? What what can I experience that's pop, not, not experience, I mean, with your physical health, what can go right, what can go wrong? If I'm on medication, that's a huge one. If you're on medication, you shouldn't there there has to be some sort of therapist or doctor present that's another really great question who do you have on call that's here to support if there's a medical emergency didn't ask that there wasn't anybody Mm -hmm. um how many people are going to be in ceremony that is massive because you are so vulnerable. You are so cracked open. Your spirit, your soul is so accessible. This is not to incite fear, y'all. You're powerful as well, you know? But this is to show plant medicine is a, a word right now to get all the clicks, all the views, all the, the – you know, it's clickbait, right? Mm-hmm. It's very attractive right now. What I don't hear a lot of podcasters or creators or healers or or influencers talk about is what can go wrong or that you shouldn't be using this tool for escapism. You should be using this tool every once in a while when you feel like it is fully aligned when you feel like you're in the proper state mentally physically emotionally you should be doing work prior leading up to connect with the medicine to ask yourself questions none of these things was i doing with peyote i didn't even connect with the medicine itself you know like writing a letter to the medicine what am i supposed to be connecting with you is it our time do you believe that i will benefit do you want to you want me to receive you do do you want me to connect with this ancient spirit right because sometimes the medicine will chew you up and spit you out if you're not actually ready and so that's a long list of questions i would definitely recommend asking your shaman your facilitator before you go into any psychedelic journey and then get curious about your facilitator don't feel like you're asking too many questions don't feel like you're too much this is your body this is your brain your spirit that you are going to be manipulating I just got the loudest ping in my left ear really like it just it just went
1: oh my god what do you think that's uh, from
0: spirit 100 that's <laughs> that's confirmation we're that still having this conversation
1: yeah yeah
0: that was i haven't had something like I, I i was having a lot of that in costa rica when you get like a, a ping, yeah. it's yeah. an energetic download yeah. Some, sometimes it's like wompy, it's like wah, 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 wah. and then sometimes it's like yeah. and yeah. the womp is like lower vibration. The the pings are higher vibrational beings or, or energies trying to communicate with you. So that Ooh, was That's
1: cool.
0: That was really trippy. Um, yeah. I think this that's confirmation for me to go into get curious about your facilitator. You know, I he had a very laid-back vibe and he seemed like a chill guy and i think he he's i think he's good he but i don't think he has the credentials that i would have wanted in hindsight you know and so it's about Making sure that you feel really good in their presence. It's about asking their intention. Why do they do this? You know, what are they trying to facilitate? And what is their desired outcome? Right? And it takes a few days, you know, it takes a few days to really understand what impact somebody's presence has on you. So going meeting with him for yeah. fifteen minutes and then going straight into um ceremony that night is not a good idea. So yeah, I mean I feel like that encompasses a lot of and not a lot not all, but a lot of like the pre work that you should do. Yeah. With the medicine. You know, ask yourself why. Talk to the medicine. Do the research. Talk to the shaman. Talk. Figure out how many people again are going to be there. It turned out that there were eighty to ninety people in ceremony. Oh my
1: gosh, that's intense. Okay, I have a feeling I know how that energy was feeling for you. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. You just felt it.
1: (laughs) I did. Yeah.
0: That made so, me panic. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So before we went down, which we walked down this like huge hill down to the Maloka, but I had connected with the girl there. Um, I guess I just won't say their names. Previously, we like we just had formed a good connection uh, right away, and she came into my cap my cabina. We were just hanging out, and she's like, "They want you to wear skirts." They want the women oh my to wear God. traditional dress, and I was like, mm. I just got chills, and and that just made my 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 eyes tear up a little bit because yeah, I was like, what? Mm. What do you mean they want me to wear something specific? And I said, no, I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing this shirt. I'm not wearing traditional dress, whatever that means. You don't get to tell me what I'm doing, what I'm wearing for my body. And so I it. Juxtap- that was a red flag. You know, that was yeah. definitely a red flag. That made me get really curious. And I'm so grateful for this moment that I had right before we went down because the ceremony started around like 8, 8.30 and goes all through the night until the morning. And I'm so grateful that my dad called me mm. right before. And he said, what's up? Like, how's it going? Where are you at? Told him everything. Described the place a little bit, the people. I was enthralled at this point. I was like, this is amazing. Everybody's so lovely. And that's kind of the vibe that everybody's in there. They're like, whoa, everything's so great. Like, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm in the most beautiful place in the world. I was in that for a little bit. And I told my dad, and he's like, he said, is it a cult? Mm. And you know I I've heard of cults, right? It's not like I have not heard of them, but it's like the naivete, right? Where you're you're you you don't want to really believe that it's real. Yeah. And you've never seen it, so you don't have evidence to support yeah. it. And so you're just like, okay, I've heard of these things, whatever. I'm never going to never going to experience anything like this in my life. And I said I don't think so. And he said, "Is there a leader? Is there like a master?"
1: Oh my and god. I
0: said no. And then I turned to to my friend that was in my room and I said, "Hey, is there a leader in this community?" And she said, "Yeah." Oh my god. There is. And so that was the universe dropping a little bit of reality check. Implant this into your subconscious so you don't go in there fully open. Protect yourself a little bit. There's some weirdness going on. It was like the two things that happened with you'd have to wear like a long skirt and traditional fem female dress and is it a cult? And so I was like Hmm. I'm still (laughs) going. I was like, let's you know, like, yeah. that. You're like, I need a like
1: life change. Super curious.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm still going for it. And also I'm curious, you know, we'll yeah. see what I find out. Yeah. And so we gathered like a couple overnight things and they were telling me like, it's in a teepee, it's in a Maloka. I didn't know how many people were going to be there. And yeah. then we got down there and you grab this chair that you sit on the ground with it's, it's it just has a back and like a little. It's not comfortable at all. Um, and you have to sit there the whole time. Wow. You can't move unless you're going to vomit. And that's like
1: intense.
0: I don't know if it's if it's like I've heard that there are many ceremonies where you can move, you can get up, you can kind of walk around, stretch, whatever they were pretty adamant about not moving and so Mm. everybody sat down it took a while i sat next to my friend and then this other guy who was just like such a sweetheart loved his energy we got really Mm -hmm. close and he was a good friend and you know we still communicate to this day i also want to say like not everybody here was evil you know it's not like everybody had pure intentions it's but when it comes to the facilitators and the leaders of this community I don't feel that the intentions are pure and I'm not the only one that experienced this I have witnesses I have other people that are on the same page as me this isn't just Danny's perspective this is you know perspective that many obtained through their experience as well so we sat down and you know they're they're talking about the medicine and and just starting to kind of open circle and at the beginning they said because there's a hole it's this it's this beautiful structure this massive wooden structure and there's a hole right at the top and there they had a fire right at the bottom so the smoke was leaving the hole and they had fire workers this was really cool the fire workers would create art with the embers of the fire oh my
1: gosh that's amazing yeah
0: and so they would make like a phoenix and i would like open my eyes and see it and then go back and it was really beautiful really beautiful that aspect was really beautiful and they had people coming around and and you know limpia like cleaning you with smoke with copal and palo santo and Mm -hmm. What I had heard in in my experience about listening to plant medicine ceremonies is that there are shamans that come around and help you and give you energy work. And if you're struggling or if it's your first time, they will assist you. They will be there for you. And so that was what I thought was going to happen. And so at the beginning with the hole in the roof, they said, we're opening a portal. And you can open good portals, you can open bad portals.
1: They didn't tell you what kind of portal?
0: No, they said we're opening a portal for an offering. Okay. And I was like, what, (laughs) what's a portal? You know, I learned a lot about portals with my experience in Costa Rica, but I was just like, yeah, that's like normal magic, right? Yeah. Thinking magic is magic, which is light and fairy dust and sparkles, right? Yeah. And they, like, started by saying prayers. There's something about the water there. They would always say, they all have the same accent, you know, they're from Israel. And so they would say, the the water, we have to praise the water. Like, thank you for the water. Something like they did. They would say the same thing over and over again. And then I started to realize, like, they were programming our subconscious. Mm. they would say like the same chance the same thing do this do that stop doing this keep doing this go here go there left right up down red flag for a cult, right and then they went around to distribute the medicine and you know I, I focused on my intention took the medicine it's this powder form um they put it in your hand and you eat it <sighs> Just thinking about it, similar to people that I know that have done ayahuasca, like that—that that tastes so bitter, so foul, that you will always remember it. You will mm. always remember it, and so ate like the first handful. Everybody else ate it, and then you know the the journey began. Right? You close your yeah. eyes. You sit back. You can't move.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! It, it was it was painful. I. I was in physical pain like my yeah i was experiencing burning towards the end of that yeah and so i closed my eyes and you know i just i'm allowing the medicine to process i'm not really worried about anybody else i'm not really protecting my energy by any means i'm trying to solely focus on myself not stress out about the fact that there's like close to 100 people not stress out about the fact that the leaders who are all sitting in one specific area gave me weird vibes, like just trying to focus on me. Right. And the medicine. Yeah. And so I would say time kind of dissolves. Right. But about an hour in, like not feeling too much, but kind of feeling it, they came around, they gave us a little bit more and they continue to give you more as it progresses. (sighs) I would say about two hours in, My eyes are closed. I wasn't seeing too much, just a lot of colors. Like the the medicine wasn't really affecting me visually in the ways that I've heard ayahuasca does um, or mushrooms even. But you know, I was going on my own emotional journey, trying to relieve some of the baggage that I had taken with me from everything that I had left in the States. And the musicians are playing the whole time. And they're singing songs in other languages. And they're right next to me, right here on the ground. And this is a moment that everything changed. Um, I started to get nauseous because you do purge or s- sometimes you do, not everybody does. And I was just holding it. I was, I was going to get up and purge and so just like, close your eyes and feel this with me. The female singer started speaking and singing in tongues and the way that i can describe it is how it affected my nervous system i got this crawl under my skin when she was like in tongues and in that moment i opened my eyes and i hear something's not right Mm. And I am like immediately guided in that moment to shield up, snap out of it, don't take any more medicine. Something is not right here. And I look to my left, and her eyes are closed, and she's like, ah, country, like in this dark.
1: Yeah, that dark sounds gay. Mm-hmm. It was.
0: And and don't get me wrong, like there's shamanic, there's sh- i I'm very familiar with like shamanic music and how they can be like oh do, oh, do you know like very yeah. deep. But what, yeah, the energy she was ch- channeling, my nervous system immediately said it nope, knew. there's yeah. something off. And there were a couple of instances after that and other things that I had participated in where they started playing really creepy music. And so immediately I snapped out of it. I look around, I shield myself. I hear protect yourself. And I'm like, you know, like my energy protection. And I look around and people are like this. Oh my gosh. Just like, you know, just in their own thing. Yeah. And I could feel that there was energy being pulled from
1: me. no yes oh my gosh oh my but, gosh okay. and that's
0: happened to me before in other occurrences yeah. and so i'm like okay i'm gonna vomit i get up i walk around the, the fire the circle in the center we're all sitting around the fire in a circle a portal
1: <laughs> yeah i
0: get up and i walk around the fire and i go to the little holes that they dug outside to try to throw up and i just couldn't like i couldn't allow myself to surrender. I couldn't allow myself to yeah. in that environment release control. I was like, there's something not right. So I couldn't even throw up. And one of the security there's two there were two security guards um came up to me and he was like, You need to go around the fire the way that we intended you to.
1: Oh my I gosh. Was like,
0: yeah. Right. I'm like scared. I'm going through this realization that something's up. right. I'm about to vomit yeah. and this guy's coming up to me to yell at me. Yeah. Because I went the wrong way around the fire. And so none of this is feeling like a loving yeah. supportive environment. None of it. I'm like, where's the love? Where is it? It doesn't the feel about you either. No, it it's feels about like the money you're a
1: part of something. Right. A part of their type
0: of ceremony, whatever they're doing. Whatever that was. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so I go back to my seat and I'm just like, I'm not taking any more medicine. This is just not right. Time passes. People, there were specific guys behind me that I saw right at the beginning of ceremony. And I knew in my mind, I was like, they don't have good intentions. And they were sitting behind me. And so, like, all of these dualistic energies of, like, pooling and, and this music and this guy, I can feel his energy. And, like, I felt so unsafe. My soul, my spirit, my higher self was like, yeah. get, get the fuck out of there, girl. Yeah. And so I go up to one of the women, and I'm like, I'm I'm going to go. I don't want to be here anymore. I stopped taking medicine, and she said, no, you can't leave. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And I'm starting to get emotional right now because. Yeah. I was so scared in that moment. Yeah. yeah. I was so scared. I had no idea what was happening. I just knew that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even giving me the right to leave when I paid them to be there. Yeah. And I, I, I just teared up because I'm connecting with that past version of myself. I yeah. forgot how terrified I was, you know? And I had nobody that I really knew, nobody that I really trusted. And I leaned into trust and faith. And it got me in this situation. And I should have been allowed to leave. And so I just stayed there and I protected myself and I didn't participate. (sighs) This is the even, this is how you know their intentions are not pure. Because number one, when you're under, this is something really important to know. When you're under the influence of psychedelics or any substance, you are, you're puncturing holes in your auric field. So you are more accessible to other outside forces and energies. When you're in the vibration of shame and fear, you are more easily controllable. You are more easily manipulated. This can be mind, body, or spirit. So they would go around and the leaders would say their prayers. And one of the leaders, I'll leave his name out of it, he grabbed the mic. And the shaman, the, facilit- the facilitator, he was like, okay, you know, here, it's time for him to. Say a speech. Or a prayer. He said a prayer. Okay. This is how the prayer went. I'm so ashamed of how we treat this planet. All the visitors come in and they leave all of their trash. And they're absolutely destroying this earth. Have you ever thought about what's going to happen to the children? Shame. 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 And I was like.
1: What the? Yeah oh my gosh
0: that went on for probably 20 minutes Mm. so they put us in fear they put us in shame what the do you think they're doing to us yeah they open a portal right it's clear as day (laughs) it's clear as day they are energy siphoning us and they're Mm. also using it as a money machine which already creates impure intentions in the energetic environment yeah. And it it just continued, you know? Mm. It was them going around talking about how terrible of people we are and how we, you know, ruined this planet and how we have to do better. And I'm like...
1: like this isn't the time for that conversation. Right.
0: right <laughs> exactly. And so, had to wow. deal with that. Yeah. And I just... I was just in tears. Mm. I was just in tears for hours at that point. And I was just like, I want to get the fuck out of here. What do I do? Like, I can't leave. They're not letting me go. Like, why is he putting me in a shame spiral? This is not what I've heard of. This is not what I expected. Not that anything ever ma- or or lives up to your expectations, but you're not supposed to be creating a container of shame Mm -hmm. and it felt like I was there for days wow and the sunlight started to come up and I was exhausted and just feeling terrible and it wasn't until like the last lady said her prayer and then they did they did cleanings with smoke and I was just utterly drained yeah and keep in mind that i stopped taking the medicine because i listened to my intuition and i just was like yeah i felt empty
1: yeah oh my gosh
0: like a bag of bones at the by the end in the morning
1: yeah because you can't sleep no when you're in that kind of a fear state Mm
0: And you can't sleep. No, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to sleep in ceremony. Yeah. Either. Right. So it's like, and.
1: There's no escape. You have to stay in your chair. That's uncomfortable. And while you listen to. Yeah. um, Programming.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Your subconscious is so accessible and so um, vulnerable in that state. And so they were using that to program the community to. Be like we need to do better. We need to operate in this way. We need to mm. right. And on top of that, it was clearly an, a, a ceremony to siphon energy.
1: Yeah, serve their intentions. Yes, Alone. exactly. An
0: offering to whoever they praise, wherever the, this this goes. Right. And around like eight a.m., I was like, I'm leaving. You can't stop me. I got like the limpia I got cleaned with smoke, and I'm like, I'm I'm out. You. I'm, I'm going. And so I started walking up this hill by myself and it was such a treacherous walk. And this guy pulls up on a quad. And he's like, Hey, you want to ride? I'm like, yeah, take me please. And I feel like there's no other way to describe it. It was soul trauma. I felt like my soul was literally out of like, it wasn't there it wasn't there yeah and I saw one of one of um maybe th- he wasn't a visitor but he's somebody that had been coming to a- the community for a while I saw him at the top and he was getting food for everybody and he was like hey like what's going on super genuine guy turns out after that ceremony he ended up leaving too because he felt the same thing and he had been coming to this community wow. for like a decade you know and so he gave me food and i went back to my my cabina and i just slept and i had nightmares mm-hmm, nightmares shit. and i think i slept until like 1 or 2 p.m that day and woke up and i just was still like but in my mind i was like maybe this was the medicine right the denial kicks in right yeah The denial kicks in and you're like, no, no, no. I didn't even really know too much about it. This is all my perspective now with the knowledge that I've gained. I was like, no, you know, yes, something was off, but they weren't intentionally doing something to us. Like, this is just me healing. It's just me healing. Right. And I could not stop crying Mm. because it felt like a piece of me was broken or gone or missing. I could not stop crying and I went out to Wild Treats and I was just, I've never experienced where hours and hours and hours and hours of crying and not being able to stop never, you know, like typically I'm like, okay, like that's good, you know, but it was like completely out of my control and I was so cloudy and like I said, it felt like my consciousness was not there and as the days went on i started to feel better but i could not wake up in the morning there i couldn't get out of bed past like or before 8 30 like i would wake up and i would have i have never had the physical pain that i had when i was staying there i was having nightmares which equal psychic attacks i was You know, I, I went through this ceremony, I was seeing all of these really vulnerable women come in and these two men in the community that would try to target them and be sexually aggressive with people. Like it was all starting to add up that this place is 100% a cult. And if you stray away from the norm, if you're a free thinker, if you're not in alignment with every little thing, if you're not participating in every little thing, you were shamed.
1: Wow.
0: So I started having this perspective and that's where I met Izzy, one of my best friends. She was doing the work exchange. And I started she saw me when I was sobbing after ceremony and she said that she saw me and she was like, I know that's gonna be my sister, but she's crying her eyes out right now, so we'll talk one day. (laughs) Yeah. And like the next in the next couple of days I met her on the beach and we ended up talking and She had been there for months previously. And in talking to her, she was having like a lot of revelations about the place. And she had told me that in ceremonies previously, people had fainted and they wouldn't let them leave.
1: What? Mm -hmm. Wow. I wonder what, it makes me wonder what the... Because I'm sure you had to sign all kinds of paperwork, or or something. That's what I'm when you,
0: yeah, I yeah, signed paperwork because, so when I
1: got like, there. And so, what's scary about some of these types of things too is, you know, it's it, when you think about going and traveling. Everybody's gone and had some type of experience, and you kind of just sign the right. paperwork because you want to have the experience. Uh-huh. You're like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. So, did I'm sure it it covered not being able to leave which made you feel even more trapped
0: yeah yeah oh i i couldn't leave because i was like i was already spent i probably spent two thousand dollars in the span of two weeks yeah (laughs) and i already spent a grand on my first place so i just dropped like yeah i i felt trapped because of the money i wasn't going to not stay there um like I said, it was rainy season, so when it would rain, there would be bugs that would enter into my, my windows, and they were... I I've I spent hours at night sweeping these bugs out of my place. Oh like, my gosh. Um, you know what the crazy thing is? Because mm. clearly, clearly they're practicing dark magic. We're actually going to go back there and... We're going to start documenting places like this to bring awareness and to create some sort of docu-series around places like this around the world. Because the last thing I want, and you know what's really great about the position that I was in is that I didn't go there because I just got raped were sexually abused or whatever these women that were going there were so vulnerable yeah so vulnerable and two men in that community were extremely aggressive and I was the only one calling them out they were predators mm. and I'm sharing all of this because we are going to illuminate as much as we possibly can because of the experience Izzy had a much, I mean, she had a very difficult experience because she was there for months, you know, and you sign this paper. And if you, if you break that contract, you have to pay a certain amount of money to leave. And the women, when, you, when you're in that state, when you're that vulnerable, when you're that bruised and battered because of trauma or, or what hands you have been dealt, you are looking for somebody to just tell you the way. Yeah. For somebody to say, do this, go here, do this, do this, do this. And then before you know it, you're sucked in and you don't even realize that you're in a cult. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, you know, what's interesting about
1: your situation, too, is you weren't running, you were very intentional about going to Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. You were also coming, you were transitioning your energy, too, which I think Mm -hmm. is huge, you know, coming Mm -hmm. from urgency culture, coming from an emotionally abusive relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you had a lot of vulnerabilities to you as well. You know, and and you were in a place where you so much wanted to heal Mm -hmm. and you so much wanted to do that work and you so much wanted to connect to your inner self and and begin that journey. You were ready, you know? Yeah. And those, it sounds like those people were ready for that And, and that's exactly who the audience is. Yeah. And that's why it's so scary because when you are in those places. you you, you're ready to do anything you know you're just like whatever it takes you know whatever it takes i just want to and when people are being kind to you and when people are you know offering to you the exact types of words they know you need to hear the exact types of support they know you're looking for there are people who are masters of manipulation whether it's at a a cult like you, you experienced or
0: through the lover that I experienced as well through,
1: through the lover you experienced, or even, I mean, there's even some religions, you know, even, you know, just here in the Midwest, I'm, I'm not, I, I, every religion, every, every church, there's always speaking of duality, there's always those who use it for good and are there for, with a pure intention. And there are always those who don't. And, and so there's manipulation everywhere. And it's so important because when you are in those places that you're ready for feeling better, whatever that looks like, whatever form it takes, you're seeking and they, they're waiting. Mm -hmm. And so you, you know, it's (laughs) my next question. I, my next question I want to talk to you about is, is the lover that you had. And, and, and I know that this conversation is probably a different podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm Maybe the next question that I would have is, so what What was your next step at that point? How did you move forward? You know, what's really amazing is you had all these realizations, your eyes were open very soon. You'd already made a commitment to be there. You were on some level feeling or many levels feeling trapped. How do you navigate from there knowing that you're, you know, what's the way out, you know? it feels like a prisoner is trying to escape, you know, what was your escape route?
0: Right. The difference is I was only there for two weeks, which felt like yeah. a lifetime. Yeah. But in many ways, in many ways, I was in control. Yeah. Because I, I was kind of the outsider that was yeah, there it to me. Like, I was, you know, I, I have yeah. beautiful connections and like people I still connect to, but I was also kind of the, the one that was like
1: you should whistleblower yeah
0: Yeah. i was the whistleblower literally i was like that doesn't seem right you know and 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 the energy was felt let's put it that way the energy was felt and at the risk of sounding righteous i you know i've had to do many sessions around this i've had to to You know, it's time process. I've had to release. I've had to let go of anger and fear and all of these things over time. But I did what I do best was I deny the super negative until I'm outside of that environment. And I focus on the positive. And the positive was the connections that I was making, the food, the, the, the nature, there was a lot of positive there. So I focused on that. I focused on what I could control in that moment, what I could do, the the seeds that I could plant within that community. And at the risk of sounding righteous, I've had, you know, a couple healers say this to me, like I came there to illuminate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was literally it was part of story. because I <laughs> the angels know, daddy's strong enough, right? Like another one. Oh, she's got yeah. this. We need her here. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to. I don't want to say like they. You know, but I will say there was a ripple effect. Yeah, because of what I was not afraid to express, and I didn't express fully. I wasn't like this is a fucking cold. It was like. Maybe you guys should look at this. Nobody should be telling you what you should and shouldn't do. Nobody should be telling you what you can and can't do. You know, nobody should be dictating your life. Um, Have you thought about what this does to your subconscious? Like, do you feel like you put them on a pedestal, right? And when I left, this is the trippiest thing ever. I left and I went to Samara and I started my, like, got my own place. Well, I was in my own place the first three weeks, but got my own place. And it was called Casa Morpho, which the Morpho butterfly is that beautiful, bright blue butterfly. Another one of my guides, you know, the one I have tattooed on my ribs that I got at 18 years old. That's a whole other story. But got to this, like, beautiful, bright blue house, had a loft. And it was just perfect. It was perfect. And Izzy would come visit me because you were allowed to like leave on the weekends, even though they'd be like, why would you leave Pachamama? What are you doing? They would give you so much shade. Um, but Izzy would like give me the downloads of what's going on. And after I left, I don't know what the happened, but there started a lot of shit started to happen in the community. Like a lot of people recognizing the perpetrators, a lot of people, um, Izzy started having issues with her her cabin her cabin got infiltrated with bees with bugs and she was oh my telling gosh them, yeah she was telling them for a week straight hey do this do this do this help me help me help me I don't have a place to sleep and they weren't doing anything about it oh
1: my gosh
0: and so our theory was they know we know
1: yeah, they want you out. They
0: know, we know. Yeah. And I was calling one of the guys out and I was like, you know, it was just, it, it was kind of like it sent this ripple effect of like, this isn't, everything's perfect, everything's great. Ah. And there's a certain look that these people had in their eyes. Like they were like under oh my gosh
1: weird
0: Izzy would have that and then she would come see me and then it would like dissipate and then she would go back and then she'd be like you know it was there's energetics of this place that they have put and you can just feel it you just feel
1: it yeah
0: and so things started changing apparently like the leader ended up leaving
1: Wow. It wasn't,
0: it wasn't right after the leader had left prior to me coming there. And so that's why things have shifted. I think this place was built on pure intentions. Something Mm. happened in 2020. Mm. And then the leader was like, y'all are on your own. Like, this is not what I created. He's no longer really a part of the community. And so, yeah, I mean... The more that I had, to, the more time I spent apart, the more I had to realize, like, how bad many parts of it was, the the darkness that was involved, what could have happened to my soul in that ceremony. Um, I started realizing the really inappropriate sexual things that the men were saying to me that I didn't speak up in the moment about. And it was just, like, realization after realization after I can't believe, like, I can't believe I went through this. I can't, you know. And that processing that inevitably led to a passion of I am creating spaces where that will never happen to you. Because the last thing I can't fathom Thinking of how many women have gone and how many women continue to go there and get assaulted or taken advantage of. I mean, I one of the guys who was literally a perpetrator told me, told me to my face that he had done something to a woman friend that was sleeping in his bed without her permission and she got the grief and he didn't he told me he assaulted somebody and he got away with it and the community supported him. And he, he said this to me, he said, is this how it is for women? What? I was like, yeah, there's, there's so much. It's like the memories are oh coming up. Oh my gosh. As, yeah. So it's, wow. it's all in plain sight, you guys. Yeah. And it did breed this, this new fire this new passion to create these retreats for women in particularly, and also men one day. But right now my focus is women and supporting and helping and helping them to heal and feel really, really safe and to bring awareness so that they know the signs to look out for when looking for this type of place.
1: Wow. I am, I feel like energetically I went on that journey with you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the, the. it is, it is incredible how you were able to be present and, and advocate for yourself, even when you were scared. I think that's something that I know there have been times in my life where things were happening that I didn't consent to exactly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And also I felt equally as if I was responsible for putting myself in that situation. Not that you did or anything, but, but I'm saying like, I also felt like, well, I'm here and like, there was this like confusion a little bit. So it wasn't an Mm -hmm. immediate, you know, confirmation that this isn't right. Even though my body was for sure telling me it wasn't right. And I just think it's so important to talk about how it's you feel you might feel scared to speak up or say something or decide that you're no longer going to participate. That's exactly what you did. And I think this is an important piece to talk about because I, I feel like often when we are in those types of situations, you've just heard before in the past, be an advocate for yourself, but you don't know what it really looks like till you're faced with doing it. And it's, it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, it's not even kind of hard. It's like really hard sometimes. Yeah. Did you, even though you like, of course there was that moment where you're like, all right, I, I know what's going on now. Um, you know, could you maybe just, can we talk about those, confirmation moments that you had and, and, and just maybe just your overall feeling now of maybe not every single piece of, you know, every single piece of the story, but like overall, like a general thought on listening to your intuition and, um, how it can, how it can, we've talked about before, how it can be subtle and ways that you can, um, ways that you can tell the difference when you're going through a lot, because I feel like that's what was happening to you. You just had so much going on that it was very noisy internally. Yeah. How do you piece through that? How did, how did you finally piece through it? Or was it just your body? Finally, you were in touch enough to hear it.
0: Yeah. I think it was like, okay, which battles are worth fighting the most right now, you know? Yeah. And I'm very much an advocate for others and i'm an advocate for myself but i also am not unaware to the fact that that's excuse me something that you need to work on Mm -hmm. right that's like a muscle you need to grow that's not something that comes naturally to everybody i think with where i was in life and where i was at on that journey of you know becoming fully independent I had nobody to do it for me. Yeah. You know, I was so low in that at that point I hadn't developed a deep connections. So it was very much the thought process of if I don't, who's going to do it. For nobody me? will. Nobody will. Nobody's yeah. going to do it for me. And that's the lesson too, is like, that's why it's so important. Even if you have somebody that's there to stick up for you or defend you or support you, you're still at the end of the day, it's you and you it was me and me and so i needed to it was an internal battle of course it was like do i what is this going to do and is it worth it Mm -hmm. and at that point i didn't have anything to lose (laughs) yeah you know and and i was also deciphering like out of everything that i experienced and witnessed and observed in that community what was the most important to address. And for me, it's like my own sovereignty. Mm -hmm. Right? And so even if it's noisy, even if it's noisy, you have to have that intentional time of being like, okay, all of these things are happening. Let's address each feeling. And what do I need to focus on the most right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Does that make
1: sense? It does. And, and, you know, if if this is the, it, let me know what you think about this statement.
0: <laughs> I'm a warrior, I feel, baby. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like you really did get on some level the experience that you wanted to snap into your independence, exactly, and you fucking snapped into your independence. My God, I mean, it was not pretty. And I'm not saying that's the lesson you wanted or that you no, were no, going no. Let's for, go with it. But this. it's like, let's go. It's with this. like you were asking for independence, and 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 you were like, "All right, <laughs> I am, I am woman. Hear me roar. I am in control of my own body." Nope, nope, nope. This is fucked. This is fucked. You know, you you had to be. You like had no other choice. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, you were wanting to have an experience that was like you said, love and light and butterflies and glitter and unicorn. Which of course, many
0: many parts were. Honestly, many parts
1: were. Yes, but you also needed that duality, right? On and 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 so it gave you that. And also just like moving into what it really means to be on a spiritual journey, which is what I feel when I hear this story, not to speak for it, um, how you how you felt about it, but it felt like a new spiritual journey anyway, and a new connection with yourself, a deeper understanding of who you are and what your desires look like and how they can be manifested, you know? And, and thats I feel like that's what you really went there for. And this experience helped you to be like, that's not it you know (laughs) and and now i am ready you know would you agree with that
0: oh what i'm so happy you brought this up because you guys i manifested all of this yeah (laughs) consciously or unconsciously what were my intentions of going into this uh, in and on this journey Mm -hmm. independence uh financial stability um Deeper connections, spiritual advancement, strength, power, like all of these things. I've manifested all of this. All of it. Yeah. And 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 you know, that can be tricky. I've thought about this many times. That can be really tricky to to
1: accept navigate.
0: for, for example, <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> to accept to navigate for many people of like, oh, like I wanted to get here, so God gave me this, right? I wanted to love, so God gave me wounded people to help. I wanted strength, so God gave me hardship, right? It's like one of those famous quotes. I forget what it is. I wanted um, power, so I had to navigate all of that to ultimately know my own. Yeah. I wanted sovereignty, so all of these crazy ass wild experiences and leave it to me and my soul's path <laughs> for it to be like like the most ridiculous stories. You know what I mean? Like Oh You know what
1: it reminds me of? It's like it's like you know when somebody goes um, like bungee jumping, it's like your bungee jump like hits and scrapes for a while, and then you fly off, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, oh, that was rough for a minute, but yay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my soul is like, you want evolution? Let me take you into the depths of the underworld so that you come out lighter than ever before. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you want power? Okay, well, I'm gonna give you a whole lot of pain. Yeah, yeah. So ultimately, I signed up for all of this. Yeah. And I'm on the other side and I'm like, (laughs) girl, I went, I experienced dark magic. I dated somebody who, when he would get angry, called himself the fucking antichrist. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I was in bed with the devil. I also was living with a friend who ended up being a dark magic witch. So (gasps) yeah. This okay, is, okay so next next episode <laughs> <laughs> our one in the future yeah Ugh. so the entire five to six months was this journey to the other side of what i believed spirituality was yeah to bring awareness and to illuminate and to ultimately become the most powerful spiritually advanced version of myself that i am today yeah, so I want to chase and accomplish. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my gosh, it's so. That is such an incredible story. And you know, I didn't even know all that. I've known parts, bits, and pieces. Did not know all that. Yeah. So this is new for me too. Everyone, we got to experience that together.
0: <laughs> I hope you yeah. enjoyed the journey because that's exactly oh. what it is. You enjoy yeah. that visual storytelling um yeah you know there's there's more to the costa rica files that will be talked about yeah
1: oh i can't
0: dum, wait dum, <laughs> oh. you know and ultimately i think
1: for me what i'm gleaning from this story is what's important for everybody who's listening and watching for me If you want to be intentional and you want to heal, whether it's plant medicine or a different kind of ceremony or being around a community, whatever it looks like, how important it is to know what you want, know what you desire, know why you're wanting to do these things. And and so that you can really wrap your mind around because this is powerful. This is so powerful, these medicines, Mm -hmm. and they give you access to different parts of your consciousness and the universe i mean it's it really i mean like you said it just really opens you up and what's the most important thing is taking care of yourself always always the most important thing and so i'm hearing from you danny that you know really you sharing this story is is for us to have this as a roadmap moving forward for how to have a beautiful experience how to facilitate
0: how to hold
1: exactly because because the Uh, At some point, we should talk about um, how both of us have experienced beautiful plant medicine experiences and how, how, you know, we've probably most of us listening have experienced, um, some maybe it wasn't plant medicine or it was drugs or something but you've done something when you weren't in a place and it wasn't the time and you you played around with something that um you know took you somewhere you didn't want to go <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah but uh you know there's there's a lot that we can learn from this story mm-hmm. and there's a a lot of lessons in advocacy for yourself and how mm-hmm. even when it's scary doing the right thing for yourself and um Right and I think that that can be something that in the past, I know I have plenty of experiences where I learned I was never gonna do that again, you know? Mm-hmm. And and where, unfortunately, you do go through things that show you what's not right, sometimes to learn what is. Mm-hmm. So I'm just so thankful you shared that story with us because I know that's a lot to remember.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a part of my purpose, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, I have no doubt, no fear, no, no more lingering pain or anger around it. It's really, really helped me to step into who I am today and to be incredibly fearless. Um, and just to add on to the self-advocacy part, because I really think that is, that is a huge part of this right is to continue to stand up and lean into what you feel is right for you nobody else and when I would express things like it's not like they were doing anything to hurt me because I was speaking my truth you know they might have mm-hmm. tried to cast some spells or psychically mm-hmm. attack me yes but ultimately you're never going to be met with the level of resistance or negativity that you feel you're going to be met with when you advocate for yourself and you speak up for yourself.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: So, and even if you are, what are are somebody else's words to you?
1: Exactly. If
0: you know who you are.
1: And you're right, so often when you do stand up, people aren't expecting assertion. They're not, (laughs) they're not at all. Yeah, so they they're hoping they can get away with it too, and nobody can force you to do anything. Ultimately, that you that you don't want to do, and obviously, there are situations if somebody was to overtake you or, or control you, you know. But if if you have the ability to get out, um, just always know that it's the right choice, and always people who know that it's you know what's best for you will always support you, and those who don't agree with you when you say no 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 no. i have to be done with this those are those are not your people and i know we say that a lot too Mm -hmm. those are really good signs and so even if it it doesn't have to make sense for them Mm -hmm. it doesn't you don't have to convince people that's why something is not right for you if you just say it's not right for you that's that's the end of the conversation okay yeah please go 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 feel safe people who love you people who care about you they'll always want you to go feel safe So, well, Dani, I think we're going to have to have uh, multiple files within the Costa Rica files. Yeah, I didn't didn't
0: realize how much in-depth I was going to go with this story, but it just, I think it was needed. So, I think so, too. Uh, We all get to twin flame, false twin flame, dark magic shaman another time.
1: Yeah. Another time. Well, Danny, thank you so much for sharing today. And oh, by the way, thank you for listening.
0: I talked a lot.
1: (laughs) Oh, well it it was, this was perfect. You know, we talked a little bit about how these episodes tend to go. And, Mm -hmm. and one of our, um, one of our points that we want to make sure we touch on for this podcast is storytelling, which we talked about the other day. We, we want to share stories every once in a while that can help illuminate learning opportunities for others or even just conversations that we can all have because again we are creating a safe community. Mm-hmm. And so we we want to we want to do this and so this was a beautiful storytelling moment. I was here to experience mm-hmm. it yeah. <laughs> and uh, and learn. So I just am so grateful that that you were willing to have, you know, gone through that experience and then talk about it. Yeah. So thank you for doing that.
0: Of course. And the last little thing that I will say around plant medicine is it is a tool. It is not an escape. Mm, Like I said earlier, you want to make sure that you do the work and you feel safe in all of the aspects of the journey that you're going to go on and that you're not overdoing it, doing it multiple, multiple, multiple times a year and never integrating. You will know when the time is right for you to begin. And you will know when the time is right for you to start or to stop. And it's not, these are incredibly powerful tools. And you have to know you can have an amazing experience and you can also have the opposite of that. It can be light and it can be dark both in, in both of those experiences, you will learn a lot and you will heal a lot and you will grow a lot. But do not force or push like I did.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful way to end. And I couldn't agree more. I think this is a... uh, Potentially, this is even a conversation that... I think we've actually talked about wanting to have, just talking about plant medicine altogether. Mm-hmm. So also let us know if you want us to talk about that, which I think we're going to anyway. So <laughs> if you agree, yeah. um, let us know. And um, thank you for tuning in and listening and thank being you a guys. part of this conversation. Um, if, By the way, I did want to note, if you guys hear like shaking in the background or like thumping, my dog, That's Dexter dog. Doberman. <laughs> he flops really hard and walks around sometimes in here. So, uh, But I really like him being in here, so please don't hate the noises. Just know it's the sweetest, most beautiful- Angel. Doberman, <laughs> angel baby that you'll ever meet in your life. And um, I do yes. fear sometimes he'll bark, but um, anyway, but so that's what that noise is. So, uh, oh, and then also, I do want to mention, Dave told me that we need to make sure, we always tell people, if this is helpful to you, at all please share this with your friends who are especially your friends who are traveling especially Mm -hmm. with your friends who are wanting to have plant medicine experiences or go Mm -hmm. to retreats that um you know maybe they need to be asking questions about Mm -hmm. and um you know so share with your friends and plenty of episodes you can go listen to maybe if those help and then like and subscribe and just hang out with us we we want to continue to have this be a conversation so let us know what you think yeah and um that's that's all i have to say for this podcast how about you danny
0: yeah yeah and if you are looking for facilitators and helpers and coaches to support your journey on going into a facilitation going into a plant medicine journey and you're looking for the right questions to ask or how to cultivate that that safety and that energetic safety and soul safety from within Reach out to us, reach out to me, my Instagram. That's something that I will be creating as well is how to set yourself up for success and find the right space for you. And might as well plug a little bit. We've got retreats coming. (laughs) We've got retreats coming soon. I've got my own personal ones and the shift flow will eventually be having retreats. So just let that seed plant in your mind because sooner rather than later, you will be able to find a space where you can truly be yourself you can express you can be held and you can be safe
1: so yeah. oh
0: i can't wait i'm so excited <laughs> i That's really it. look
1: forward to those
0: okay and you can <laughs> <laughs> go ahead what i was gonna say and you can get naked <laughs> yes
1: you're <laughs> like right. we'll come in before the ceremony like so guys here's the deal <laughs> oh man that's funny
0: (laughs) thank you guys
1: all right see you guys